0: Everybody, it's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. I'm very excited about today's episode. As you know, on this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. And I work with many of you and many listeners and many other women who are entrepreneurs and visionaries, and they're getting ready to start their Um, big dream, right? They're getting ready to launch and a lot of them get stuck in this phase because they need to create a website or they want to create a logo and they're thinking about branding and website and they feel like they need to hire a designer to do this work. They need to hire um, a website developer to do this work and many people get stuck there and they just aren't able to get past it and it's frustrating and they can't find the right help and they don't know what to do. And so I am excited today to bring you Allie McCauley. She, her website is dowellwebsites.com, and she's an expert in branding and websites. And so this is a conversation I think all of us can learn from. You know, whatever stage we're in in our business, she has some really good information for us. She talks about the psychology of colors. She talks about typeface. She talks about brand personality. And so she walks us through the foundational elements that are necessary before you even start to build out the website at all, um, what foundational elements will help you so that you can have um, that, you know, that brand that goes through everything, right? So all the things we need to think about before we kind of get started. I know if you're like me, you just want to like jump, like I'm a horse, like at the gate. I can't wait to get started, but she helps us kind of walk through how to, really build foundational elements. So you have something really solid once you build that website. So um, I'm going to let you just listen to Allie. There's a lot of information she gives here and there's ways to follow up with her, which I will put in the show notes at greatbigyes.com. But I know you're going to get a lot out of this. So get your notebook and your paper and um, get ready to just be inspired and um, learn a lot about website and branding. All right. Enjoy. Thanks for being here, you guys.
1: Hi, Allie. How are you? Hi, Sue. I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. Oh,
1: thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited
0: too. Okay, so I just want to give people a little bit of background. We connected through a group that we're in, um, Jasmine Starr's Social Curator Group, and you are... um, just so helpful in the area that I think a lot of my people need help in. So I asked you if you'd come on the podcast and I just appreciate it so much. So I would love to have you explain, kind of introduce yourself and explain what you do.
1: Okay. Yeah, sure. My name is Allie McCauley and I own a company called Do Well Websites um, where I do branding and websites. Um, And for a long time I was doing um, custom work just one-on-one, which I still do, but I was meeting so many um, emerging entrepreneurs just starting on their entrepreneurial journey in need of um, of branding and website and they just did not have it in the budget to hire one-on-one help and so um, I wanted to create a step-by-step system so that they could DIY these things on their own and so for the past year I've really gone deep into helping emerging entrepreneurs get their businesses running up and running online um, by creating their own standout brand and website oh i love that okay so
0: as you know i work with entrepreneurs and visionaries and people who are so excited about this um, plan and this purpose that they have and then they they get stuck with the website
1: Yes, uh, and I like, all the time.
0: You know, and, and you and I were talking a little bit before we started, and I, I love reminding people that sometimes what we call preparation is procrastination, and I feel like this is one of those areas where we get stuck, um, and we say, "Oh, I, I have to call an expert in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this. I can't afford it. Um, I can't move forward in any other way until I have my website. Those types of things. So I love that you're doing like a step-by-step do it yourself kind of thing just to create that forward momentum.
1: For Absolutely. People. Yeah. That's exactly what I see people doing. Exactly what you just said is they get caught in a cycle yeah. where they say, well, I have to save enough money until yeah. I can hire a professional. So I'm going to wait. Yep. And so then they put their business on hold and yep. they, they just can't promote themselves or they're too embarrassed to promote themselves because they don't have any, anything to show or any place for someone to land to learn about them. Yeah. And then then it's just this awful cycle. Cause then they can't promote themselves to get the business, to get the money to, to hire someone. Um, yeah, that, that's the solution. I wanted to be a solution for that problem. Um, it breaks my heart. I want to see everybody being able to do what they love. Yeah. Wasting time, you know?
0: Yes. And as a coach, I'm all about like, okay, what actions can we take? Right. Because I think we can just get stuck, um, kind of in a victim mentality, like, well, the person didn't call me back or, yeah. I can't afford it yet. So, okay. So what would you tell people, like where to start? So say you have someone and she's got this great idea and she's ready to go, but she has no website at all.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the first first thing people always want to do is jump right in. They always say, okay, I need a logo. I need a website and I'm going to do it. That's what I'm going to do. Right. But I always have to remind people that you have to step back, and you have to do the foundational groundwork first. So I like to use this uh, mental image of like a tiered cake. So if you dive right in and you start creating your logo, your website, your podcast, your blog, your social media graphics, you know, everything. It's just like stacking up one on top of the other. It, it becomes this mis- mismatch um, cake, and like eventually it just topples over. Yeah. because nothing looks the same, nothing feels the same because you've just done it in in haste without really putting a structure in place and a plan in place. So the place to start is to focus on the foundational elements. Um, and so where I have um, people start is really with your messaging, you know, your your big message. Um, it's the one liner that explains to people, Um, what you do and like I
0: help blank so they yes yes. okay and the
1: benefit that they will receive and the way that you really have to communicate that is by thinking clearly through what their external problem is that's what you type into like Google search bar Um, like you know I want to lose weight it's the external problem but then also the, the internal deep rooted problem that's like keeping them up at night like why the reason why. And that's what you have to hit inside of that one liner to really make a connection with your audience. Okay. So so
0: I love the deeper part, right? So that's where I love to do my coaching is like, when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, what are you selling? And they're like, I'm selling real estate. I'm like, I know, but what are you really selling? Yeah. And it's like connection. Yeah. Like a sense of home, a starting place, a safe place, shelter, Mm love, family, memories. Right. And when you yep. can speak to that place in people, that's what we're going for. The why.
1: Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly it. And that's what really makes a connection. I mean, that's what makes you stand out from anyone else who's selling homes, right? Yes. You have to have and that. That's what people really want to know that you can help them achieve that deep desire. So that's where I have people start. Another um, thing that I have people nail down is the brand personality, right? So you have to think of your key adjectives um, that best describe your business as if it were a person. So once you can understand, or once you have like these three to four adjectives that personify your business, you can use them to guide the voice and the tone um, of, all of all of the things that you do, show, so that you show up consistently. And that's okay, like, so
0: what would be an example like of key, like a brand personality? Could you give an example of that?
1: Yeah. So any, the words would be like, um, determined or genuine. They're all adjectives, optimistic, okay. um, soulful, um, anything mm-hmm. like that. And I have a four-step process I go through, um, to help you find those. So you just collect all the adjectives you can think of to describe your business and then you refine your list um, and you, so you go through and you cross out anything that, you know, would be true for all businesses, um, like, you know, professional, maybe everyone should be professional, right? right. Um, and then you can remove any words that sound like your competition. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that. Or any words that are obvious. So if you're a home organizer, neat is obvious, right? Um, or, you know, for me, I'm a designer, creative. Well, that, that should be given. Um, So then I get rid of those because that, that would be too easy. (laughs) So then the next thing to do is to group those words into columns of um, words that are related. So like appealing and compelling, they Mm -hmm. go together, Mm -hmm. contemporary or modern go together. Mm -hmm. And then you go through those columns and make a selection of one from each column. And so then you've got these three to four unique words that you can use to drive all the visuals that you choose to represent your business. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's okay, it's really cool. powerful and I think it's a it's a step that a lot of people miss and like I said they just dive right in without kind of thinking through these things. Yes.
0: Okay, so you've got the personality. That's a foundational element. You need to know that. You need to know what you need to have your elevator pitch. That's one sentence, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and what else would you
1: start with, with people? Um, well, I, I always say, you know, the, the next, I mean, you have to have a logo. That's part of branding. Yeah. Um, but before you're going to do your logo, you have to think about um, what psychology revolves around the shapes that you choose
0: and oh my gosh
1: in, I love this so much let's talk about that and the color yeah, the colors yeah, yeah and also the typefaces they're they all are based on shape and color and so our brains are naturally hardwired to process shapes first okay and then colors and then words so it's really interesting yeah and so They all have the shapes and colors have built in associations that can impact the way what you're putting out there is perceived. So um, for example, like a circle, a circle gives the feeling of continuity and partnership. Um, You you know, think of wedding rings or the rings in the logo for the Olympics, for example. Right. Um, And in general, curves are things that evoke um, gentle movements and femininity, and they're warm and comforting. Okay. Um, Squares, on the other hand, are more bold and balanced. The four sides create balance. Um, They, so the straight lines and angles and um, equalness kind of give a sense of order and professionalism. And like strength and stability. So these are all things to keep in mind. that I think a lot of people probably don't even consider, you know, they just jump in. Um, But all the different shapes have different um, feelings that they evoke. And uh, when you
0: say to me like um, shapes, colors, like typeface, like the fonts, that's where I could get completely overwhelmed and lost. It's kind of like when you're building a house and you have And the builder says, go to the tile store and just pick something out. And you're like, no, like if you could just narrow it down to like three, I'll choose from there. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, Like if someone was working with you, would you already have like typeface? Like, do you have a certain ones you go to? You know what I mean? There's so many and I love all of them and I get
1: confused. Yeah, there are so many. And what I really, you know, you have to do things in order. So you can't just jump in and pick your typeface um, without knowing what personality you want your brand to um, evoke to your audience. Right. So with typography, um, there's, there's different font styles and you know, I'll go quick through this. Um, serif is, you know, the letters have little feet on the ends of them. Yeah. Sans serif don't. That sans means without, so they don't have those little feet on the edges. Yeah. And then um, there's script, which is more like cursive. Um. And those are the the probably the main categories for logos. Right. So, um, serif they were designed in the early years of the printing press, so they're really great at making your business appear sophisticated and traditional or classic, more refined. Mm -hmm. Um, And whereas sans serif is more modern and young and clean looking, more minimalistic um, because they don't have those little details. Right. So you have to consider those things um, when, like your personality, what you've come up with for your personality when you're choosing them. Got it. It, it, it. As well as evoking a specific feeling. I love that. Yeah. Okay. What about colors? Okay. So colors and colors play a huge part in how people feel when they see your content. Um, because, because of that, they evoke certain emotions. Um, so I always recommend having a five color palette, a primary color, a secondary color, an accent, a dark neutral, and a light neutral. Um, and so when I'm talking about color selection, um, there are feelings that you get when you look at a color so for example um red you think of um passionate um attention strength vitality um light blue is something that makes you feel tranquil it makes people um trust has a trustworthy appearance to it um and honesty and openness Um, they all every color has these different feelings that they bring to the table so it's really important that you think that through as as well and always going back to those core adjectives that you came up with
0: i remember learning that red and yellow and orange like make you want to eat and that's yes fast food restaurants have those colors and i remember thinking that is like so fascinating
1: Yes, that's, that's them using their color theory at their best. They absolutely do that. They all do. <laughs>
0: yes. So I love the light blue trust, honesty, openness. I got to be honest, as you're saying this, I'm sitting here thinking, I don't have colors. I just kind of go with like whatever I want to go with. <laughs> Like with a photograph or whatever, but I just downloaded some light presets, like light and airy presets for my pictures because I really am drawn to those Instagram accounts that are really soft. Yes. Um, I think those are really beautiful. And maybe that's why, like where you said the light blue is trust and honesty and openness. Like maybe that's appealing to me in a way that I didn't even know why it was appealing to me.
1: Yeah. And with those, those, um, Instagram accounts, like you're speaking of, they're open, they're light, they're giving a sense of, um, welcome. Yeah. You, you feel totally at home there. You're at ease. So sometimes like you're picking up on that without even knowing that you're doing it. Right. 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 Because that's what you want your audience to feel when they come to you. So yeah, that's pretty amazing. But
0: then sometimes I'm drawn to really classic colors. Mm -hmm. I think you know, like for instance, I think about how I dress, Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I love like blue jeans. I love classic things like blue jeans, cowboy boots, leather jackets, like, um, J. Crew-ish kind of feeling like a white, a crisp white shirt or, Mm -hmm. you know, so like kind of basic. So sometimes I'm drawn to those really kind of Americana, like classic looks too. Yeah. Um, And those feel different. And I'm like, okay, wait, how would you incorporate all these different sides of yourself, right? I think that's the trick. It's hard. And we can get stuck in that. Yeah. Um, Do you recommend to people just kind of pick something, get moving forward? You can always kind of change it
1: or? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, always. And that, I yeah, I think that we all could have a lot of styles that we like. Yes. But it's important to think mostly about drawing in your Dream clients, yes. right? So, um, it's the people that I want to draw in. What are they going to? How can I make them feel the way that I want them to feel? It's not so much about me and what I like. Oh
0: wait, um, it's not about me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not not fully.
0: <laughs> well, I think that that has something in common with, and this helps people that are listening if they're trying to do like an Instagram bio. I think we get caught up sometimes in making even that about us. Yeah. And it's really when you shift and start saying what I'm going to do for you that people are drawn in, right? Like you can list all your, you know, I have this, that, and the other degree or whatever, but people are kind of like lost then. They, they're not understanding, okay, well, that's great. But is this just a showcase for you and what you do? Or are you here to help me? How can you serve me? Right? Yeah. So it's like how we're presenting it. So I like, I like that you said that because that's very important to remember. Like, it's not just about what I like. Um, Although don't you feel like I, I, in my group, just all the entrepreneurs in there, everybody kind of feels like their, their ideal client is them.
1: Yeah. And and you often hear that, that your ideal client is you maybe like three years ago or three steps ago or whatever. Yeah yeah and that's very true, and it happens a lot, so mm-hmm. a lot of times you can go with your gut, you know what and i I do think a lot of this is intuitive, really, I really do think it is um and so you just go with your gut and think, think this is what I like, this is what I would have liked these this is the type of people I want to draw in, right, and you start moving forward, and i 'm always trying to tell people just don't don't get stuck on these things, just keep moving forward. Because you'll learn as you go and you grow and your audience will tell you what they like if you pay attention. You know, yes. people will leave and you'll say, Well, what went wrong? You know, and you'll figure it out and people will ask for more of the things that they want and you'll um figure it out as you go along. And it's so important just to keep that momentum going.
0: I love that. Okay, so if somebody's gonna do a logo but they don't have money to hire like a graphic designer or um, anything like that. How, what, I mean, do you have suggestions for that? I mean, I'm actually asking for like a practical suggestion. Like, do they go on Canva and like make up something or do they actually, is this where you would have them spend some money?
1: Um, well, it depends if you have the money. Um, I think that hiring a professional to do it for you is probably the best, best idea. Um, but a lot of people don't, and I don't think it should stop you. There are plenty of people who move forward with just a typeface Mm -hmm. that they're using for a logo. Um, for the time being, you can always change what you're doing later. Um, and so like we've talked about here, like, like how to pick a typeface, what would represent you? Well, that's an easy solution. Um, and you can definitely move forward with just going with something as simple as that. Um, there are programs like Canva, um, and that you can use to to work on it on your own. Um, In my program, Simple Star, I teach Adobe Spark to create a logo. Okay. Yeah, so there's a bunch of tools that you can use. Um, There are places where you can hire people to do it, like for a lesser price. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think what's important is that you don't just think about the logo, that you think about your brand as a whole and yeah, the logo is a piece of that, Um, and so you just, across the board, you have to show up consistently, so I don't want anybody to miss this step, um, because consistency is what allows people to trust you, that when they know what to expect from you, um, and they see it, see you appearing the same way consistently throughout everything, right, so um, I think that's really what the most important thing is when it comes to branding. Um, I love that. Getting it all, all right and down from the start, um, setting that solid foundation. I love that. Okay.
0: So we've talked about, that's kind of the foundational elements. And then then what happens? Like say they're going to do a website now or what's the next step?
1: Yeah. Um, so in, I have a system that I use called the Simple Start Success System. And it's a four-part system Um, that I set up to do with my one-on-one clients and then that I also teach now in my program, Simple Start. And so the first thing that I take people through is capturing the heart of your business, which is the foundational elements that we've just kind of talked about, um, your big message and um, those things, the psychology. And then creating your brand visuals. So that's when you pick your colors, your fonts, your image, style, um, you create your logo. And then after that, I walk people through how to connect with your dream clients and that's through your messaging and your copywriting and your content that you're going to put on your website. So it seems like it, like, yeah, you just make your website next, but really you have to have a plan before going into developing your website because this is where people get stuck. Right? Right. I think we were talking about this at the beginning. Like, they're so overwhelmed. They say, I'm going to make a website. So you get in, in whatever platform you're using and you're like, well, okay, now what do I do? Right. So I, I teach people to make a complete plan first. So before you ever open up your website template or whatever it is you're going to use to build your website or what you're going to work with your designer to do, um, have it all clearly laid out. Right. Um, so you're
0: just kind of plugging it in versus creating it right then on the spot, like randomly throwing something at the wall.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: So do you have, and I know this is a question my listeners are going to have, so I'm going to ask it, but do you have specific, you know, some people will be like, well, I tried this this uh, website host, or I tried this um, kind you know, where should they create the website? Like, do you have favorite places where you can just kind of pop in a template and have a website? Because I have a WordPress website, but I've had it since 2010. And WordPress is no joke. Like it's, uh, it's robust.
1: Yes. (laughs) There's a a reason why, because WordPress is absolutely the best platform to use. I, hands down, it is. Um, And I, I fully feel that way. Um, And I know that it's, people get totally terrified because they hear it's overwhelming and it can be, um, but it doesn't have to be. there are so many easy to use page builders now Mm -hmm. where it's like drag and drop template based. There are, um, templates you can just easily install. Yep. Um, it's really unbelievable. And I think that, you know, some of the other platforms are fine to use if they're what, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I just don't want people to get held up. Right. So if there, if you feel like, um, one platform, is something you already know? Then maybe it's best just to proceed so that you can move forward. So, um, but I'll, you know, if someone's going to ask my opinion, I say start with WordPress because it's the best platform to grow with you. Yes, so you, I mean, make it simple for now. Yep. But starting there, you're already going to be there and have all the capability um, to make your website be able to work with you as you grow.
0: You know, when you look back and you think, oh, that was a really good decision. So it's 2010. I have no idea what I'm doing. I want to just blog. I was writing articles like once a week and I wasn't yet a coach. I wasn't a yoga instructor, like all the things I, that have happened in the in the 10 years. Um, but somebody said to me, somebody I trusted said, um, you need to go to WordPress. And, and there was like WordPress.org or WordPress.com. Like there were two different kinds. And They were like, get your like URL and just be solid with this. Like, do this, you will be happy. And ten years later, I'm like, thank God I did this. It's greatbigyes.com. It's been easy the whole time, as far as that goes. Like, it's not like there was a lot of gobbledygook at the end of the other one. Like, you know, where you'd have to be like blogspot.com. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, so and that's totally changed. And so I'm grateful for that. So WordPress has been great, but there have been times where I've had to bring people in to help me figure something out. Mm -hmm. And then when I started the membership and I started doing online workshops and online courses, um, I added Kajabi to what I do. And so um, my WordPress site directs people if they want an online course to Kajabi.
1: Yes, that's absolutely what I recommend to do as well. um, Yeah, to keep you know your website on WordPress if you can. And then I I have my course um, courses on WordPress, but you know that's because I'm a developer and I'm using it. But for most people, it makes best sense probably to, unless you're going to hire someone to do the development work for you and upkeep for you to link off site like you are.
0: Because doing um, a class on WordPress, I tried and I got stuck there for weeks trying mm. to figure out. And so I just recommend Kajabi whenever, I mean, it's more expensive than just kind of doing a class on WordPress and figuring that out, but it, it's worth the time saved, I think. And Kajabi is really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and pretty easy to do. But again, I'm so glad I have WordPress as like the base.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: okay, so having said all of that, <laughs> um, where are we now? So they. here's the thing, it's different for un, different entrepreneurs, right? Like somebody might have a product that they're actually selling on their website and that's mm-hmm. gonna look really different than somebody who just wants a landing page.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially though the websites work the same way, okay if it's a product or a service you you know someone lands on your site and they're immediately thinking well, what what's in it for me again, they don't care about you <laughs> right want to know what's in it for me right You have to answer that problem and their that question immediately because if mm-hmm. you don't, they will just leave they they it's It's not clear. And too hard to find, they just won't go looking. They just don't. You have to make it crystal clear when someone lands on your site. Yep. And that's any website. Um, and then the next thing you have to kind of determine is how you're going to help them. So you have to decide what services you will offer and the process of working with you or what products you're going to offer and what the process of working with you looks like or, or getting the product looks like. Right. So that's the point of differentiation um, there, but it's essentially the same. How are you going to help? Right. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you have to do is tell them what to do. And this is easily something people overlook, which it just seems so obvious. You think, oh no, people know what to do. I'm not going to, I don't want to be pushy or salesy, but the truth is people need you to tell them what the next step is. Yes. So you have to know you have to think through what, you, what your end goal is and then where they're at right now on their journey. They've just met you and come into your world. Most likely, they're not going to say, great, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to you know, hire her right now because they've just met you, right? So it's this path you have to lead them on. So what's the first step in that path towards working with you? That's what you need to tell them to do next. And so you have to make it clear on, every single page of the site, what the next step is for them to do.
0: So that's like set up your 20 minute free introductory call. Yes.
1: Okay. yes, Yep, exactly, exactly. And sometimes it's um, read the blog, join my Facebook group. Um, It just depends on what system you're going to have in, in place. So when you go back to thinking about those services that you're going to offer and the process of working with you, that process, is kind of the first step. Like what, what is the, it's really the process should be like three steps. Maybe Um, people love threes. So if you can keep it into the easy three steps, that's great. Um, Yeah. So that's the, tell them what, what to do is the next thing.
0: What if you want them to buy something? Can you just tell them? You can tell them to buy something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes people will. Um, And sometimes you've got different options for things too. But if you're selling a product, it might, sometimes you see like start a free trial or get free samples where you're trying to be a little like more like warm them up first. Yes, Um, But it's not all, that's not always the case. Um, You know, it's different. It's different for everybody. And then that needs to be clear.
0: And I know um, uh, I love how Donald Miller says uh, it has to be like clear to a caveman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. You think it might seem obvious, but like, no, you got (laughs) it. right? Like the most clear
0: it can possibly be. And the steps need to be clear. And I think what I've done in the past sometimes is like, oh yeah, like link in bio. And then my bio has like 25 links and it's like, or go to greatbigyes.com and you'll find it, but you can't find it like until you go three pages down, something like that. People are going to quit on you if it's not super clear their next step. Like you want that so easy that they don't even have to think twice about it.
1: Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, thinking about all the things that you offer too, is another thing to think about. Like if you're shopping on a street of stores and you're, you know, you want to get a pair of shoes and there's a million stores, but one store is a shoe store. You're going to go to the shoe store, right? So you have to be careful as well as how many services you're going to present or, or, you know, how many options you're going to say, um, and really limit them. I say to like three, that doesn't mean you can't keep selling your additional services. Sometimes you can pack them up into packages or you can use them to upsell things later. Um, But you can't offer everything under the sun because just like you're saying, if people don't know what to do and where to go, they just won't. Right.
0: So, um, okay. So you offer what you're offering and how they can get it, like what their next step is, is, is key. Okay. Yep.
1: And then the last thing that I always think is a good thing to have um, kind of set up before you even get to starting is what else do you have to give? So this comes in the form of a lead magnet or a freebie. Um, So if somebody isn't ready to make that first step in the process towards working with you, you have to have a way to continue the conversation with them. Um, even after they leave your site. So you've got to think about um, how you're going to go about doing that. That's another important piece.
0: Yes. And so when people, I know exactly what you mean, because I am in this arena looking at, you know, creating lead magnets, but let's explain what that is for somebody who might not know what that means, a freebie or a lead magnet.
1: Yeah. So it's that you've probably seen them on all the websites you go on today. Almost everybody has something like this, although it's kind of changing. Um, for a long time it was just ebooks and downloadable PDFs. But now there's so many more um, freebies coming in the form of um, challenges and workshops and video trainings, master classes, um, all kinds of things. Quizzes, quizzes are huge right now. So it's what you give away this invaluable piece of content um, that's irresistible. Um, to your audience. And that really, the topic really hits home with them. It's something that they need now that can help them achieve a quick win um, and they want it. And so they're willing to exchange their email address in order to get it from you. So what that does is that gives you the opportunity to have them on your email list so that you can follow up with them and um, provide more content and get to know them better um, and help them to develop a trusting relationship with you. Um, and so that hopefully they will come back and and buy or take that first step towards working with you.
0: Right, and, and it's really important that we're giving out that, um, we're providing value before mm-hmm. we're asking them to just pay us for something. Yeah, yeah. And that builds trust and helps them get to know you. I think, you know, with a membership site, I want people to know me before they enter in. Like, I want them to be comfortable with me. I want them to feel welcome, like they, you know. And so a lot of that is built up through social media. Um, But a freebie is a really good way to do that too. I love the idea of uh, the workshop or the video training. Yes. Um, So people really feel like they have an experience with you versus just a PDF, which um, is making me think I need to do some creating today. (laughs) I've
1: got a PDF on there. Yeah, we we all kind of start with the PDF. And at least it's something, you know, if that's all you can do at first, that's great. Just get something out there, a checklist or something to start. Um, Because to put your website up and have no way to collect um, contact information from someone, it's just, you know, you're not set up kind of to move your business forward, you need to, you need to be able to contact them to be able to continue the conversation. Um, Well, so you don't own,
0: we, I mean, this might be obvious to a lot of people in the audience or maybe not, but you don't own Instagram and Facebook. And so if you have a lot of followers on Instagram, it could go down any day. They could change the algorithm. You don't own that, but with an email list, you have a way to contact those people. And those are hot leads. Those are people who are interested in what you're doing enough to give you their email. They're trusting you enough to do that. And that's really an honor. Um, And and you get to treat those people really well and over deliver to those people. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes on Instagram, we don't know who's looking at us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well this is so much good stuff. So I I mean we could talk for like 20 hours and I want to make sure we have enough time to go over like my four questions that I always ask at the end. But okay, so we've got the we've got a lot here. What I mean, is there anything else to kind of wrap up this part of it that you'd like to like say? I don't want to quit like midstream, but I want you to have a chance to tell the people how to reach you and kind of um all of that. But are we because we talked about the freebie, we talked about the um website. What
1: else? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I didn't talk about. I think, I mean, this is good and this is a lot. And
0: here's the thing you and I talked about this at the beginning and I want every listener to hear us. This is not to overwhelm you. Um, this is kind of an overview, but we take these things step-by-step and I know Allie for you, um, the step-by-step process is really important, like being able to um, do this methodically and not worry and get, get stuck in overwhelm. I coach a lot on getting um, out of overwhelm.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I want to make sure that people hear us when we say this isn't to overwhelm you. But you do have a program that you created, right, that they could um, maybe look up on your website?
1: Yes, yes. I, um, I came up with a step-by-step um, like formulaic kind of way to get all of these things done, to get your business up and running online with a standout brand and website that connects with your dream client. And that one that you love, Um, this was really, it was my, my big intention. Um, I don't want to see anybody be stuck and not moving forward. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, what it really is, is for, is for the people who, um, you know, have a budget. They, they're not, they, it's not in them right now to hire Um, professionals and so they're going to go the DIY route but often when you when you DIY things you do become overwhelmed because there's so much information and so I wanted to make it a really clear and simple path for people to take and then also to to give them um, the opportunity to have a designer in their back pocket so to speak like you know have a designer-led way to DIY these things for yourself. So I have a free class um, called the simple way to create a standout brand and website when you're on a tight budget. And so if you would like to learn more, you can go to dowellwebsitescom forward slash simple to get that training.
0: I love that. It's so, it's so good. And it's all, I think the reason, um, many people are stuck is just that sense of there's too much to learn. The reason I wanted to start my um, membership group was because I found myself, I had joined a group online and then I was stuck kind of behind my computer for, I don't know, I felt like months. It was probably maybe a month or a few weeks, but I felt so overwhelmed and kind of irritated and I needed like people. I wanted that energy of like a community and people to like help me. And what I found is that we were all sort of feeling overwhelmed in our own little corner of the world and just kind of trying to power through and hustle our way to figure everything out. And so what I love about what we're doing here, you and I collaborating, is I found someone who knows what I don't know, and you're sharing what you know, and people can benefit from that, right? And so we don't need to be all the things to all people. Um, We get to collaborate with other women entrepreneurs or other entrepreneurs who are um, doing the things that we don't exactly know how to do. And once we open ourselves up to that kind of energy and that collaboration, I think it's so much more empowering and you get to focus on your your, uh, what do they say? Your zone of genius. Yes. Like that thing that you are meant to do, like the thing that you were placed here for, like the thing that you get energized by and that people are attracted to within you. We want that coming out of everyone yeah um and so i love I love that you're here, thank you, and you took a chance because you didn't know me, and now we're like best friends
1: I know <laughs> it's so great that and the collaborating like this and having the community it means everything, and that I mean, I always tell my my do it yourselfers that too do it yourself doesn't have to mean do it by yourself. Right? oh, I love that <laughs> like, yes, let's work together like you know yes. don't don't do it alone,
0: so good, so good, okay, so my four questions at the end, so. What is a book that you love?
1: Uh, you mentioned Donald Miller. I love yeah. his book, Story Brand. It's yeah. so important. I feel like people, anybody could, could find so much value in that book.
0: Yes. So good. Okay. And um, your favorite, or not favorite, because it's so hard to say favorite, but a movie that you love.
1: Oh my gosh. This is going to sound so silly, but I was obsessed with 16 Candles when I was little. <laughs> Me too. Although I wasn't that little. You no, were I, little. I, I wasn't too little, but I had all the lines memorized. <laughs> I Oh,
0: such a good one. Oh my gosh. Such a good one. Um, okay. And then what is um, like a good piece of advice you've received?
1: Oh, I love this, this one. Your dreams are worth more than your fears. Amen. That's what, yeah. So anytime I'm feeling hesitant or stuck, I just, I come back to that yeah. because it really makes me feel like, okay, I'm going to move forward. Don't let this get in my way.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I coach on that so much. And, and what I think is really interesting about all of our journeys is it's not like you overcome fear once in your life and you're done yeah. with it you know? Yeah. It can show up in the different seasons and in the different stages. And especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're kind of stepping out of your comfort zone and you're doing this thing that you feel called to do, and maybe people are not really getting it. They're like, what are you doing? Right. Um, And you may have that fear pop up again, but it's like knowing that dream, knowing that why, Mm -hmm. knowing uh, your reason for doing it, your purpose is going to definitely be so much stronger than that fear. I love that one. Yeah. Um, All right. And then who is someone that you admire?
1: Oh, I'm going to say my mom and dad, my parents. They're so, they're so fantastic and I still rely on them so much. (laughs) I love it. I call them up for support all the time.
0: Yeah. I've been thinking of mine a lot um, during this time and just how strong they were and how, and my mom's still living, but my dad isn't, but, um, just how the good advice that they gave and like just solid people, you know, like yeah. um, they didn't let circumstances get them down. And I think that has just, I feel like just so grateful for them. <laughs> so I hear you on the mom you get
1: yeah. I get it. I get it. And, I, <laughs>
0: and gosh, I hope my kids say that about me. Right I know.
1: I was <laughs> just thinking that when I said that. Man, I hope they say that about me. <laughs>
0: totally. All right. Well, I am going to let you go, but I just thank you so much. And how should people reach you? I know you already mentioned something, but if you want to give them your website and maybe your Instagram.
1: Yeah. Um, so my website is dowellwebsites.com. On Facebook and Instagram, I'm at dowellwebsites. I also have. Um, a Facebook, um, community, do it yourself, entrepreneurs group If, .com. if you go there, you'll be directed there. Awesome. Um, and I, I also have a five day, a workshop, um, that people can take part in, um, if they're interested in learning five essential things you need to do to have in place, um, so it's, it's essentially what we went over today, a lot of it, but we dive really deep into the formulas to get these things set up. So like what that. your dream client's problem is, um, your big message, your services and processes, um, your calls to action and your lead mag magnet topic and oh, uh, format. Incredible. And is that so, all free? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all free. Um, if you go to dowellwebsites.com forward slash workshop, um, you can sign up there.
0: Awesome. And I will put this stuff in the uh, show notes as well. But thank you, Allie. We really appreciate you sharing everything with us. This has been fantastic.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Sue.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, you guys, that was amazing. I learned so many things. So I'm so appreciative of Allie coming on and sharing her expertise with us And if you're interested in these kinds of conversations, if you want to hear from more experts, if you want to be in collaboration as you launch and grow your business, I would love to have you join Team Yes. It's a membership group. It's only $25 a month. You get coaching. I go on Facebook Lives once a week, and we do a coaching group Zoom call once a month. And you guys, it's just a great group of women who are living with passion and purpose. And I would just love to have you come and join us. Uh, The month of May is all about action, taking action in your business to grow your impact and influence. I hope to see you there. It's at greatbigyes.com.